Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey guys, Mahler67 here, back with Frozen Shows. I'm your host, Josiah, aka Mahler67, I said at the very top. And as always, we have my brother, the bro, the <laughs> second part two of the bro, I guess, of the show. Austin, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, everyone? <laughs> Very good to see you, Austin. So, Austin, mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. go ahead and just jump over to the screen. It's my little transition. I don't have transition yet, but we'll oh. jump here. So, Austin, how how's your week been? Well, it's it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Anything? Anything? Anything cool or whatnot? Um, yeah, I actually got a lead job at my work and I start here in like, um, two weeks. Oh, so, heck yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I'm a lot of fun and, uh, was it pretty much just had a great week, had a lot of fun with a lot of people and, you know, just happy. <laughs> hey man, that's, that's how it goes. Um, you know, like for me personally, I've just been, uh, I, I, I started watching the show on Netflix uh mm -hmm. called bow for japan it's a documentary um okay it's a documentary about the shengoku period it was like super good like they mm -hmm. dramatizations and everything of that sort it was really fun to watch so i mm -hmm. i highly recommend it if anyone likes documentaries and i started a new one that showed up called uh it's basically about pirates it's the pirates of the caribbean or whatever that's on netflix so definitely mm -hmm. look it up i i think they're pretty good that's my little like fun little boom reference or whatever or uh recommendations off this uh, of course we watch community this week austin mm -hmm. last week we did community season one this week we're doing community season two um from the get-go austin um mm -hmm. overall thoughts about season two let's just let's just start like going into it like we already know what community is we know about the basics of community mm -hmm. it's a sitcom show so it's not going to change over time and and everything of that sort so we have a little more leeway with this episode to to just more talk about episodes maybe our favorites mm -hmm. maybe our least favorites um mm -hmm. certain changes of like people personality or uh situations that also have come up so mm -hmm. awesome right off what you thought about season two of community and i have to put mm -hmm. season two probably in What's really funny is uh, my second favorite season. <laughs> okay, well, what's your what's your reason? <laughs> uh, so, so here's why the isn't it season one? <laughs> uh, well, season one is good, uh, but I'd have to, you know, I've watched, you know, ahead of this, you mm -hmm. know. Oh yeah, you're you're not waiting. Now. You're you're going. Yeah, you're not... you're going. You're enjoying it. I, That's good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Just keep rolling, and I I love it. So, and the episodes are really short. So like. I can just plow through a whole bunch of episodes. Um, now, what I will say is there is a couple of my favorite episodes of the whole series in this season. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Um, the only thing is, is it doesn't top season three, in my opinion. Let's uh, let's not even talk about season three. We're not going to talk about that. Just this but, one. Just, just season yeah. two. So with season two, though, I'd have to say there is some really good episodes um i chuckled a lot there was uh man 
Uh, yeah, there's, it, you know, I, I usually don't really, most of the time, if you ever watch a TV show, usually season one's really slow, and then season two is really good, and season three, and that starts slowing down. And it really hasn't done that yet. So, like, in season two, still going strong. Like, I yep. love it as much as season one, and I love it as any other season that I've watched. Um, it's one of those seasons where I can look back on a play, on a sheet and be like, oh, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. Uh, that's what's cool about Community is it's like, you don't have to, per se, really, really, really invest so much time. Mm-hmm. But it's so memorable that you remember that stuff. Yeah, I That's mean, I will, I will definitely second that because mm-hmm. um, when it came to season one, I was able just to look at all the episodes and know. Um, same thing, same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I, I look mm-hmm. at these episodes and I instantly just they click in my brain. Even the mm-hmm. ones that like I didn't enjoy all that much, but like mm-hmm. I I had like the the level of interest, like the the mosaic episode, like uh, episode five, where mm-hmm. Abed basically makes a video of like him being jesus essentially (laughs) like that one that one like didn't catch me as like hilarious or whatever in the same way but it's Mm. still super memorable that there's moments that make me laugh in it still um but it's it's stuff like that where you're able to just catch and see things instantly and it's hilarious yeah i was gonna say talking about episode five though so episode five is one of those episodes where oh (laughs) my magic stuff away okay um, so like it's it's cringy, um, mm-hmm. and and I hate it. Like I want to hate it, but then I'm laughing at it, and I'm like, okay, this is really cringy. Can we can we stop? Can we stop? But then after it was said and done, I was like, okay, it was an episode to make me cringe, and but it was supposed to make it funny cringe, and it was like I I laughed pretty hard. I was like, oh okay, mm-hmm. you know. So you know I wasn't like completely upset about the episode but i also wasn't one of my favorite episodes but i still laughed um you know but there, there's some really good seasons here i mean there, there's a lot of good episodes this season and there's some episodes where i just didn't expect to be a good episode and ended up being one of the funniest episodes i i yeah i i definitely feel like there's a lot of season two that have my favorite moments mm-hmm. in like the whole series oh, yeah. um i can name off a couple and so like before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and turn on trailer for season two. So that mm-hmm. is playing in the background. Speaking of one well, of my favorite scenes in the season, it, it starts right off by that one. So um, just for the start of it, yeah, let's go ahead and get, go in and just start talking about like the, the season, different things that we love. This is one of my favorite, uh, favorite, or, or... favorite scenes in season two. It's they're they're like they're at the law firm thing trying to figure out like a secret about Jeff or something like that. And a Jander comes in and is just like, hey, what are you guys doing there? And Troy so straight. I love I love Oh, Donald Glover is so great. But he just yeah. looks at looks at you he's like, let me explain. Let me explain. And he just keeps saying that. And then Andy runs up, chloroforms the guy, and they all just start freaking out. They don't know what to do. And then Albed stops, he's like, wait. I know how we handle this. It cuts to them waking up, like acting like they're all waking up. And then dude's like, oh, Troy, I think it was Troy's like, Troy's like, oh, you, you got chloroform too. 
Oh, who did that? And then he looks over and sees Annie still has the rag. He's like, why do you have a rag? And she just panics, chloroforms him again. And then they all freak out and they run. And I'm just, oh my gosh. That's oh, episode yeah. two of season community. Yeah. And I'm already like bawling my eyes out because of how funny oh, it is. Yeah, because oh, that was so the episode good. Drew Carey actually starred in. Yep. Yep. Um, he was he was the the guy that uh was Jeff's law firm partner or whatever. It, it, he and was all, the owner, essentially. Yeah, and Richard Cordray was in it. He yep. played the guy that um pretty much put Jeff under the bus and told the board that he didn't have a degree. Because we found out at the end of season one that Jeff is actually going through community college because he just kind of faked. Actually, that was like the first out. episode. Yeah. Of it. Like that that was the whole thing with him and uh what's his face? Uh the other teacher, Duncan, I can't think of the, the person. The British name. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Always, I always forget his real name. John Oliver. Even John though, Oliver. There it is, John Oliver. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, so yeah. I have to say that is probably I love Troy Barnes and yeah. that has what what I like is okay. So this actually is a season that has probably one of my top five episodes mm -hmm. and one of my top five episodes is there's a cliche in sitcoms and it's a clip show it's called a clip show and there's an episode on this season where you think it's a clip show but the clips that they're showing aren't clips that they've ever went through and that's episode 21 um where you come to find out that like uh jeffrey and britta you know they, they start having like these things it's like it's like that one time where we went and did the rafting and oh, yeah. it shows you know them in life suits <laughs> and donald glover says one of the best lines in the whole series and he goes i know i've watched cartoons before you poke a hole in the raft in the back and it goes fast <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah. i don't remember that episode and then i went through and i was like oh this is a homage of making fun of the cliche of the clip show in sitcoms because it's there's never been that episode that i, I remember I yeah like, I, I don't, yeah i don't remember that and uh then they were like it's like that one time when we got tied up with the cartel and they're like in sombreros and stuff and i'm like what the heck is going on i don't remember any of this <laughs> and then now we're donald's like or what was it they're like abed say something now that's like uh jeff and britta are sleeping together they're like what <laughs> yeah like, yeah we, we didn't know that like we knew that they did during the paintball episode, but we yeah. didn't know that they were still doing that. Um, you also didn't know that Abed was aware. And like, that yeah. was the joke of it. Like Abed walks in on them and they're like, oh, Abed, we're just um, uh, cleaning or something. I forget what they said. And mm -hmm. Abed's like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, yeah. that would have happened in the episode and that would have been a big deal, but they just threw it in the oh, clip. Yeah. That's that. And I love about the clip show is by the end of that episode, mm -hmm. they're all like all these, like, what's the one thing we all have in common? It's like, we hate each other so much. And then it cuts to Troy screaming in each of the episodes as everyone's complaining. And I just was like, oh my gosh. That's like, uh, yeah, because uh, one of the other favorite uh, episode that I loved uh in that clip show was when like he comes in with the four-wheeler and he's like you can't drive this in here and he's like it's all drained dummy yes i can <laughs> i just like i was like okay oh, these this God. is one of the best clip shows for troy 
because I, that's what I like about Trey Barnes. It's like he's simple-minded, but he's also funny because he tries to prove you wrong. And that's what yeah. I like. It's not just him being dumb. It's just like he believes that he he's like, no, it's all to read, dummy. Um, but this episode, <sighs> this season, what I liked about it was Troy Barnes is it, it, he shined. It, it yeah. made his character better, in my opinion. There was a lot of great episodes. Um, one of the best episodes in top five, too, is the zombie apocalypse episode. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That one was great because I remember like. You know, they were like, oh, he's a stupid costume with a nerd. So Troy goes in and just, like, <laughs> <laughs> makes his own costume. And it was, like, sexy Dracula. Yeah, he just he he just took a uh, to- journal protector, put on, put sexy. <laughs> oh, Betty, boy. Betty White was in the season, and Betty White is a gem. And uh, Oh, let's, okay, okay. Uh, First yeah, off, we have to Prime, how you doing? It. Thanks for stopping by. Also, yeah, for yeah. everyone who's listening via IO form, we stream live on Sunday, so stop by if you ever want to say hi. Um, mm-hmm. But, speaking of Betty White, um, one, one of the things I actually wanted to talk about was the all-star cast that they got of, like, guests who appeared. Oh, yeah. And they start hard as crap with Betty White in Season 2, Episode oh, 1, yeah. as the anthropology. And, okay, this is one of my most memorable scenes in the uh series is whenever she basically is the anthropology teacher she explains like hey um what's the difference between animals and humans and it's like tools tools help people go great and (laughs) at the end of the episode they're like all right you guys have a a goal to say uh you guys have to come up with what is the best weapon out of all these weapons I give you? And Jeff comes up and he's like, respect. Respect is the best tool that humans can give each other. And he goes on this big rant and then Bay White just comes out with this weapon and she's just like, no, wrong. The best answer is all of them combined. As humans, we are smart enough to put things together to make better weapons. So you sit over there, Jeff, with your little respect and you defend yourself as I attack you with this. And it just... <laughs> Oh my gosh, when that happened, I I couldn't contain myself, dude. She oh, She's a gem. I love mm. Betty White. Speaking of Betty White, she's on the screen now. That's the whole yep. scene right there. And it just, it was amazing. She actually gets like five, well, she gets like thrown sab- sabbatical because she yeah. tried to kill a student and then Duncan <laughs> takes like, over the class. With an arrow. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is, man, it, oh, it's man. such a great like cameo spec you you also mentioned drew carey yep. was also in it um rob cordry was the also lawyer and there's like other mm. one like hillary duff was in it i oh, yeah. remember hillary duff whenever i saw her i'm like she looks familiar yeah and, and i and looked it up part of the part of the clip show that i really liked i forgot about is when abed uh jeff is like eating food at the cafeteria and abed comes up with a cape and he just like goes and like shoves his food out and he's like oh man and he's like six seasons one movie and like mm-hmm. <laughs> and i started liking abed more uh his character really opens up in this season uh because you start seeing um two characters that are the best characters in my opinion and they're friends like they're really close friends this season and they do everything together, and it's it's hilarious. I like, believe, I, it, is it this season they start their handshake? Uh, yeah, the... they start their handshake, because uh, Troy actually moves in with Pierce this season. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 the... yeah this was the season that happened. Yeah. Mm. 
So, <laughs> yeah, because they start like the handshake and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is funny. Uh, we got like a bunch of catchphrases like cool, cool, cool. And, um, you know, Abed opened up as a character. You started seeing more of him like getting a little nuts. Um, and another episode that I love is the KFC shuttle episode. Oh, yeah. Basic rock science. Yeah. 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 That was that was one of my favorites. Uh, the other one that I have to say is uh, with with the zombie apocalypse one. What I liked about that episode was it made fun of all the zombie tropes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And what I also thought was funny was when Shirley and you know chang <laughs> oh yeah like, you know do their thing they get together then you, find, then you find out chang's actually a fake and he's actually he, he's he's now a student now and he's going and you know he, he's not really a spanish teacher at all oh so, yeah that that happened at the end of the last season because that yeah. that was the whole thing uh why why that was such a great scene after shirley white um left and duncan took over um uh chang couldn't come within like so much proximity to professor uh duncan because he him in the face with quarters yeah, and so he right. had to stand outside the classroom and just take notes standing and it just uh, yeah. oh man funny things like that get me all the time but um, my favorite yeah, episode is at, well another top five has to be critical film studies yeah. um it's it's my favorite because uh, one of my favorites is because what it is is Jeff tells uh, well Abed tells Jeff to meet him at this fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and he Abed's not Abed like Jeff kind of picks up on that is like why is he being weird and like doing grown up things like drinking scotch and wearing a sweater and like everyone's like what's going on it's like well it's his birthday we're trying to and so then you come to find out jeff is trying to lure him back to the place where britta works because they decide to do a pulp fiction movie mm-hmm. uh like theme birthday party and i remember Ahmed was talking to jeff and he's like hey i got an ep- uh, opportunity to be on cougar, cougar town and he's like oh that's cool and he's like yeah but you know and i forget what exactly happens that makes him i think so so what so? No, what what basically happens, he gets to be on Cougar Town. But as he's sitting there, he suddenly has this uh like like mental breakdown. Cause he starts thinking about he's like, wait, Cougar Town exists exists, right? In my in the lexicon of Cougar Town sixteen. And I'm in Cougar Town and Cougar I know that I was in the film. I break the immersion of Cougar Town for me. I can't be in here. And he freaks out and runs. <laughs> and the f- funny fact about that, right? That was a crossover thing because Cougar Town's a real show. Oh, yeah. And there is an episode where Abed's in it and he does the exact same thing where you see him suddenly become like realize of himself and just takes off. And the two cast members are just like, what the heck? And then they continue oh, with man. the show. I didn't know that Cougar Town was a real show <laughs> until mm-hmm. I looked up and it's like, ah, Cougar, uh, Albed's cameo in Cougar Town. I was like, oh, that's a legit show. And that was also where the whole six seasons in a movie came from because he mm-hmm. heard they heard that it was going to get canceled or something like that and abed freaks out like he does that little high-pitched squeal like <laughs> oh yeah and it's like abed it's okay it's good remember we said six seasons in a movie six seasons in a movie but the, one of the funniest parts is like i just like seeing uh chang dressed up as butch 
from Pulp Fiction. He's got like <laughs> the cap on. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And then uh, I like the whole conflict that Jeff has with Troy because he finds out that Jeff actually got the real suitcase from Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, and yeah. <laughs> he got it authenticated and stuff, and it ended up burning, you know, like in, in a fire because the light bulb that's in it, like. Yeah, it was it, just a little light bulb, except and it but, heated up the paper uh, because someone put the paper in. Well, it was so funny because like that that was like a beat from the the movie initially, mm-hmm. like the whole concept of like what's in it. Everyone wants to look mm-hmm. into it when they look at it; they're like amazed. And then mm-hmm. this one, everyone kept doing that until yep. like Troy did it, and then he looked at it and he's just like, "Oh, it's just a light bulb. This is stupid. <laughs> Lights on fire." Yeah. Well, well, I like how it was like smoking. Yeah, <laughs> like dying. But I would be upset. Like, like genuinely, I would be upset as a film person because I would want something like that, and then it gets destroyed. I'd be like, terrible, <sighs> terrible. It's like but, when you watch a Red Letter Media and they have the uh, little gremlin arms from the actual gremlin movies, and then they're like chucking them around. You're just like, oh, you're hurting my heart, dude. <laughs> so speaking of one of my favorite quotes too is there's an episode called uh, Cooperative Choreograph, uh, which is when um, they all go to leave the study room and Annie's like, someone stole my purple pen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all of them just go nuts. And, you know, she's like, we're not leaving here until you still, you know, someone comes and confesses about this pen. And then you come to find out what the other gang thinks of each other. Like, you know, we kind of knew Shirley was like, was like, well, you're Jewish and you're Muslim, you know? And then Pierce, of course, being racist, Pierce is like, he's a terrorist. Don't call him a Muslim. I was like, what the heck, bro? Um, but my fa- one of my favorite quotes from Troy is, can we just say a ghost did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it gets to a point where at the end you don't think that they're going to think that. And they're like, yeah, a ghost must have took it. Then you come to find out it's a monkey. Yeah, it's uh, or it's quote unquote Annie's boobs. <laughs> is <laughs> the boobs. it is a callback character who is now like mm-hmm. stapled from the, one of your favorite episodes from last season mm-hmm. with the chicken. Yep. Because whenever Abed got all the chicken, he bought the monkey and he gave it to Troy, and Troy named it Annie's boobs. Annie. And so he would be like, "Where's Annie's boobs?" And people would be like <laughs> looking at him weird, and Annie would just be like, "Why'd you name him that?" And funny thing is, if you rewatch that episode, in the very beginning, mm-hmm. there is a there is a frame where you can actually see Annie Boobs run up to the table, grab the pen, and run into the event. Mm-hmm. It's actually there if you look. Um, which is a nice little thing, because like I never saw it when I first watched it. It wasn't until I watched like a video of like, did you knows? And they pointed that out. Uh yeah. the one thing I do want to point out that episode is it kind of leads off with them being like, oh, we shouldn't really do anything. Let's just chill and do whatever. And Abed's like, oh, like a bottleneck episode. And he's like joking about it. And then they're like, we can't leave until I find my pen. And then Jeff gets mad, shuts the door. He's like, we're doing a bottleneck, bottleneck episode. And I didn't know what a bottleneck episode was. Mm-hmm. Um, what it basically is, is in like TV shows, if they're trying to cut down on budget, they will do a whole episode that persists in a single room to essentially bottleneck costs and keep costs down. And so the whole episode was them hidden in this room. They couldn't leave the room. And thus, it was a bottleneck episode. And I was like, oh, 
I learned something from community <laughs> about <laughs> TV shows I didn't know. And now I'm more aware whenever things do bottleneck episodes um, for mm. that matter alone. I think it's great. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and talk about... Um, I, I watched on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And you're watching on Hulu slash Amazon Prime. There, there is an episode in season two that people really, really like, but there is some problematic comedy in it. And yeah. that is the advanced Dungeon and Dragons episode where they play Dungeon and Dragons. And in this trailer, they even have the scene that people had some trouble with. Yeah. Um, basically, the group decides to do D&D &D to help Neil, who, who everyone nicknamed Fat Neil. And he gets really depressed and they think he's going to kill himself. And so they get him to play D&D with them in hopes to not make him kill suicide. Well, Chang joins the group. And as you see in the screen right now, he plays a drow, which is like a, a dark elf. He unfortunately covers himself in full black paint. And even in the, the episode, um... Chang is just like, I'm a drow, so it's okay. And Shirley just looks and is like, we're going to ignore this hate crime. Well, since then, Netflix has pulled the episode, same with Hulu and other places, which, you know, in my opinion, good on them. Like, something like that. That takes a lot of things, because that's, that's a very favorite ep episode. And people pull it, but that has been a, a problem with it. Um, yeah. It's their decision. That's good. I think that's right. I don't think there's any place for that nowadays, or really at mm. all, honestly. Um, but the episode is good. Um, it's a funny episode because Pierce comes in, takes over the Dungeon and Dragons, and just basically starts enforcing his will onto people. Yep. And because Abed, and, and Bro points to Abed, like, I, I play D&D in real life, and mm. when a player comes in and starts trying to wreck stuff, I'm like, screw you. No, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Um, Abed is just 100%. I'm neutral. And so if something happens, he rolls the dice. It happens or it doesn't happen and it, it's a super fun episode it's really good and it kind of sets the pace for other DD episodes later um especially the uh one DD that happens in season five i want to say yeah season five uh, i think we yep. talked about earlier so yeah i wanted to point that out that there is a reason why sometimes where i mention chapters or video mm -hmm. um or episodes or whatever it may be off by one and that is because they have removed that episode um and he may be looking at the firm list yeah so if you would like to watch that episode it is available still on amazon prime um so if it's still a funny episode if you can get past the part and uh you know they they just decide that it wasn't you know what they wanted yeah. but if you want to watch it it's on there um you know is is a very you know, a very funny episode. I, I think it's hilarious, but I understand why they pulled it. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. You know, like people make those decisions. It's okay. You know, and you know, I, I get it. It could be funny, but it also could not be funny for other people. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and, it's something that. And, and things that fly like, years ago shouldn't have flied, but they were allowed to yeah. get through. No, we have well, the ability tell, to not do that. I tell people to just look at Popeye. You know, like back then, Popeye and Pluto used to beat olive oil, like punch her in the face and everything like that. Oh, and every time that you buy the DVDs now, they say this is from a different time period and area and people thought differently. 
So, you know, I tell people there is people that are trying to right the wrongs of the history that we have. And it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. And sometimes I'm glad that people do stand up, take responsibility. They're like, hey, you know, it was a thing that no one really thought about. And then now we are. And it's a sensitive thing. And we understand. And we're going to pull it. So I give people a lot of credit for standing up, even though it can hurt them financially. You know, it's, yep. it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's what they deserve. So, <clears throat> so speaking of what, let's let's go on. Move past that. Let's talk about uh, one of. I think. I think I know what you're about to say. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So, what were you gonna say? Do you think it's called? Uh, is it episode sixteen? Are you about to talk about episode sixteen? Episode sixteen. Let's see. Uh, intermediate documentary filmmaker. So I actually wasn't, but I'm okay with. Uh, let we can talk about that one actually. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that episode. I thought that episode was just a dud. And You hated that episode? No, I thought it was going to be a dud. Oh, oh. Like, it, like how we talked today where like, you know, it kind of felt like it wasn't going to be a good episode. It was going to be a filler. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into like one of the funniest episodes of season two. Yeah. And, it, you know, what it is is uh, Pierce is put in the hospital. and Allegedly. He, that is allegedly, a big part. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. And Pierce has to, Pierce tries to fool the gang and say that, hey, I'm, um, I'm dying. So he wants to bequeath them gifts and, uh, which is funny (laughs) because some of the gifts are hilarious. And Troy's gift is one of my favorite things ever. I laughed so hard because that episode was so great for Troy. But so I'll, so I'll just say this. It, go ahead. Yeah. So 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 the the one thing I liked about it is that all the gifts that uh, he was giving were intended to cause like emotional distress to each person in different mm-hmm. ways. So like, um, of course, the podcast we assume you've watched the whole season, so it's all just nothing but us chilling, talking about either our favorite things we like or the things we hate about it. Depending on the show, who knows? Maybe we'll find something that we both despise and we just want to talk about how bad it was. Um, but when it comes to community, I, I get the feeling that Austin's really like it. I really like it. So we're going to talk about a lot of the things that we enjoyed. Um, in the episode, Jeff, uh, tr- um, Pierce says that he found Jeff's dad and that he's going to have him come. And so Jeff is super like, doesn't know how to handle it. He gives Britta a bunch of money and then tells her, like, it's a blank check. You write who it's out to. You can give it to your favorite charity or you can keep it for yourself and no one will know. Which causes her internal strife. Mm-hmm. Troy, which is also one of my favorite. That's Troy so loves LeVar Burton. And <laughs> Pierce gets LeVar Burton to show up. But the, the best part is, is that Troy loves LeVar Burton so much that he is terrified of him. Yeah, and so anytime... Up. He talks to him. He's just blindly staring at him, scared yeah. and confused. One of my favorite things about this is, you know, he's just completely like that. And Lavar's like, do you remember me from Star Trek or was it Reading Rainbow? And then it cuts to a, a flashback where, like, Troy is on the floor of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huddling like this, like, butterfly in the sky. He's, he's crying, like, horrifically because he's just... So, so the whole episode, for, for more understanding, uh, Abe is, like, doing a documentary, essentially. Like, 
he's recording everything so it's done kind of like the office kind of feel where it looks like it's from a person's recording thing and then they do one-on-ones um and so that that when troy is crying he's in that he's in the bathroom after talking with lavar burton just terrified and lavar feels so bad like he keeps talking to people he's like hey is, is something wrong with him he's like oh he loves you so much he just doesn't know how to function he'll get over himself later and he never does and it's just so funny there's i think there's a there's a end card scene with him and lavar where like they're eating together and troy's just staring at him oh, and yeah. he's trying to like talk conversation troy's just it, it's like the um uh what is it the wayne's world uh joke you constantly make of it's like you ever seen that episode of scanners where yeah. the dude's head blows up that's the face that troy has through it and it's so great yeah <sighs> i'd have to say like it's one of my you know it's it's in that top series you know it yeah. the thing is is like people are like wow you really like a lot of these episodes in season two season three is gonna be a blast and it is and but the thing is is why season two is my number two is because there is some episodes that i didn't like um you know but i did like the pop culture references uh like some of them that i'm going to point out is they did in our paintball episode yeah and um they're homages to uh Clint Eastwood movies because the episode's names are um, named a fistful of paintballs and a few more paintballs more which are the trilogy of um, uh, the good bad and the ugly fistful of dollars and a uh, couple of dollars more so I never watched is, the uh, Clint Eastwood like I've never watched any of his oh, the spaghetti, the spaghetti westerns I yeah. forget what the director's name really is i know it's like italy it's like italian those movies are italian uh that's why they call them spaghetti westerns they make them in italy um so like if you watched a movie called once upon a time in hollywood there's a part where he's like oh you should do spaghetti westerns he's like no that's the end of my career if i do that <laughs> and what that is is that means uh clint eastwood and but it worked differently for clint eastwood because he was did spaghetti westerns and then became a star so hon i'm um, confused what what gives the movie the term spaghetti western like what okay. is that exactly so a spaghetti western is a movie that is all about film uh so the differences between a western here in america and a spaghetti western is uh cinematography so okay. the cinematography in an american western like john wayne there's constantly music always playing there's quirkiness and like fun and it's always like cracking jokes and like being like listen here boom okay um, i know you've seen big jake yes where was the fun when the dog died <laughs> there was no fun but that you know like remember when like he's like well what kind of gun you got there and he's like oh it's a new gun he's like well if you're good at shooting it shoot it you know he's like uh, father i don't think and remember he shoots like a whole bunch of rounds and he jumps in the pond he's like I ain't getting out of that lake, you know, until he leaves. Um, oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's how that's how it's an American Western compared to a spaghetti Western where it's completely serious. Uh, the camera shots are always like, have you ever heard that? Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah. That is from spaghetti Westerns. That is from A Fistful of Dollars. Um, well, that's actually from Good, Bad, and the Ugly. And like the, the eye look. Like yeah, when yeah. someone's like doing like this, you know, mm -hmm. that's a trope from Spaghetti Westerns. But there's no music. It's It relies on cinematography and uh, it's all filmed. Hmm. 
it's just uh, spaghetti westerns have like a theme. So okay. like it, it, if you ever get a chance, I, I would think the trilogy uh, is one of my favorites. I don't really like Clint Eastwood films because I grew up in a John Wayne house. But uh, Seth got me into spaghetti westerns and they're pretty good. But that's a homage like the Paul Crutcher reference because those episodes are called that. Okay. And actually what's really funny is that there's a lot of like callbacks in that spaghetti western in those episodes. Mm. So it's funny. Um, the one thing uh-huh. I liked about the episode was the second part when Abed puts on the vest and he takes on the persona of uh, Han Solo. Solo. And you, you realize that Annie has a hardcore, um, what you want to call it, type or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bad boy who's like, I, I can change him. And when Abed puts on the vest, she's like, I don't, something's up with Abed. And like they they do like the self sacrifice with putting the paint in the the room and everything. And as the paint's coming down, Abed and her kisses, and then the paint goes down. They get eliminated. And then Abed's just like, "All right, thank you." And he leaves. And she's like sitting there confused, like, "What happened? <laughs> like, what happened? What is this thing?" It, it, that's uh, like a reoccurring trope that Annie has is the idea that she just falls in love with the bad boy who can't change. Yeah. I love that. Like. It, her character is a very interesting character because she's like super princy, prissy. Is prissy is the term I'm thinking of, but just mm-hmm. she's she's smart, she's good, but she has that flaw of like I like the bad guys, and it explains her kind of weird connection with Jeff and her other characters and whatnot. Like even like it explains in season one with Troy, where she had like affection towards Troy for a long time because. He treated her poorly in high school, and she was attracted to that. And then now we see it kind of put out this way. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of which, I want to talk about another episode, just just more like a snippet from the episode, because it's a good mm-hmm. episode, but there's a single thing that I like about it. Community does this awesome thing of doing callback to stuff that's referenced as like just throwaway lines. In season, in, in episode 16, technically, I think it's, 17 of this one is intro to political science when annie and jeff are fighting each other annie points out that she will catch the, the butt crack murderer who apparently puts coins in people's butt cracks mm. and that's just throwaway line well that comes back later in i think it's season five or something like that yeah it's season um or five. season four it's one of those two and mm. um yeah no it's season five it's like season two or whatever where they, mm-hmm. they do a whole investigation about the, the butt crack murder or the butt crack uh the quarter, sale, the quarter butt crack guy. Okay. And I, I love that. Like I'm like I love it when shows kinda like reference themselves in different ways. But the one thing I wanted to talk about before we started talking about that one episode actually was the Abed's uncontrollable Christmas episode. Yes, I would <laughs> what's really funny is I'm clicking on it right now because there's a line in it that I loved. And it's the line where he's like talking to the snowman mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like and it's chang and he's like all right you started with the other two buttons why not the third one yeah. <laughs> it's just alluding to his I, oh um, man i just the one thing i will say about this episode i wasn't expecting this because this I, is like a high quality episode i thought it was going to be a dud i thought it was just going to be a claymation dud episode i was like everyone does it it's a trope but then they did it so well yeah. And I liked how it was just a psychotic break that Abed had that he 
was upset because people are trying to it, it was he couldn't function with because his mom used to always come and watch the yeah. christmas movies with him on christmas mm-hmm. and they they're like oh today's the 21st and he's like that's not right because if it, today was 21st my mom would be here and we would watch christmas yeah. show together and so professor duncan's like hey i'm a psychologist slash hypnosis <laughs> i will help him and he starts going into like Abed's psyche and everything. And oh my goodness, I, I loved, I loved the fact that he gave all of them like different personas, like the the Troy, the the drummer boy, uh, uh, um, oh, Brita, the robot, um, uh, Shirley, the New Year's baby, <laughs> and then Jeff is like the the Jack in the box, the Jack in the box, and they're they're Here's all references and to like and the ballerina and i i just i love i love the episode and and they did like the whole i don't don't know what it's from but anytime someone would get like ejected essentially he would it was kind of like a oopa loopa kind of song where he would Mm -hmm. sing like a little like poor poor brita never understood the meaning of christmas blah blah and she's like crying like this is all in albert's head And they're super invested in it. And I love the fact that there's a point where Pierce is just like, I have to go to the restroom and he leaves and you forget about him. And then he just shows back up. It's just like, that wasn't the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) And then Troy and Annie start helping Abed. And because everything's in Abed's head, they can make anything up. And so he's just like, well, I have a bazooka. He's just like, stop it. Why are you indulging his lunatic (laughs) fantasies? It's a yeah, great episode. Like, I, I loved it. I and, actually told um, mm-hmm. my wife that I think I'm going to watch it every Christmas. Because it's, it's it a would solid just be one. a really fun episode, 20 minute episode. Because there is some things I do watch during holiday times. Like, you know, me and you have the tradition of Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, the other things that I watch is like the Simpsons episode. The first ever episode of The Simpsons was when... Um, Sans Little Helper? Yeah, Sans yeah. Little Helper episode. So you That's know, the I, only I one I remember episodes. of Christmas episodes of that series. Ask me about the Halloween episodes. I'll, I'll have no knowledge <laughs> either, but I'll, I'll remember. I like them. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, I, you know. and I, I'll agree on that because like the, the whole theme of that episode was essentially like, hey, Christmas isn't a tradition. Mm. Christmas is like the people you spend it with or whatever. Yep, it's got a good meaning. That's the cool thing about most sitcoms is even though it's funny they have morals Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why i love the simpsons so much even though it can be funny sometimes there's morals the problem that i had with family guy that a lot of people are like oh my gosh it's so funny it's like yeah because it's just cracking jokes but they never brought morals into the show Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a great episode of the simpsons that i love where uh bart and lisa sorry to get off topic bart and lisa go to uh a boot camp and lisa can't go across the rope and it's got thorns underneath. So Bart encourages her, and he pretty much deems his popularity that he had with his these new guys uh, that were making fun of her of being there. Okay. And because he loved his sister so much, so he would just be like, "Hey, you can do it! Come on, listen!" Like, what are you doing? And he's like, "I'm I'm helping my my sister," you know. And like that's the moral of the thing is, even though popularity is something that bart simpson strives for he'd rather be popular with his sister because he loves her 
Yeah. And so I, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So these are like, that's what I like about community. There's a lot of things where it ties back to like, you know, people need to be together. You know, the people that do matter are the people that are around you and that care for you and think about you. And even though sometimes they don't care about certain characters, they still care. Like, you know, let's take, for instance, Pierce. A lot of them hate Pierce. <laughs> you know, they really say that. But why did they go to the hospital? You know, there's a lot of episodes where they force themselves to go help Pierce do something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the new next or a couple seasons later, uh, when we talk about it here in a couple weeks, I'll bring that back up. Is this episode shows that they still care about him? Like these people yeah. genuinely care about their group, even though that they might hate each other in some like aspects, they still care about each other. Um, but back to this episode. So another thing about this episode is the last clip where it shows uh, Abed and Troy and they're eating fake cookies. <laughs> he goes, man, even the fake cookies look good. <laughs> like he's just eating them. And he's like, I, I, I uh, love that. Okay. I love the thing because like, I'm going to be honest. I had the same exact thought whenever I was little. Because <laughs> like the two sitting there and Abed realizes, oh crud or claymation again and troy's like mm. oh don't worry about it i did this one i just wanted to eat these cookies <laughs> and he's just like oh why and he's like yeah. have you ever watched those claymations and you're just like man those cookie looks good and he eats it he's like man look at that perfect bite mark yep. and then i think they even switch heads at the end uh as like yep. a, a little joke or yep. whatever which i will say this begins the uh th this season kind of start in my opinion perfects the whole um post post credit Troy and yeah. Abed scene. I think I think in this episode they even do the first Troy and Abed in the morning uh segment. I have to I have to check that to be sure. Mm -hmm. But I was gonna say oh, there's man. there's another episode I'd like to talk about that I think is great and that is the celebrity pharmacy pharmaceutical mm -hmm. where it's about uh the anti drug um play <laughs> yeah. that they put on. Yeah yeah because watching Jeff in a casket looking like a cat with he's texting and he's trying to convince what was it like it wasn't like Britta's cousin or something yeah yep yeah and they come to find out that he's like no you're just weird and I you know I, I I wasn't going to do this or something like that I forget what it was uh but they wouldn't let Pierce in because they're like Pierce you just why and Pierce just gets to a point where he just like takes over as like the marijuana plant. And he's like, everyone have fun. He like brings sparklers out. Oh yeah, and the kids love him. Yeah, and they're and like, like, no, boo. And he just yells Pokemon really loud. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, like the whole, I, I, so that's one of those situations where Chang comes through, comes through mm. and like saves them. Because yeah. they're all like, the kids are literally killing everyone out there. Like, why is doing and Chain's like, wait, I got this. And he puts on, like, the outfit. He comes out and he starts laughing. The kid's like, you're not marijuana. You're not drugs, blah, blah. He's like, oh, but I am. You think I always be the same? I got you where I'm. And he, like, goes on this huge rant about, like, murdering people <laughs> in front of these kids. And the kids, and the kids start attacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the end of the theme is just like hey drugs are bad and, and he, he saves their bacon and people are like wow that actually worked pretty well oh i just oh man oh yeah it's it, one of those episodes that i thought was going to be a complete dub but turned out to be really good 
I think that's a reoccurring reoccurring theme of like where you're like there's there's there i will admit that there are some episodes of community that Um, are very much like i agree i would have to say one of the one of the episodes that i did not like uh, Mm -hmm. in the season and that is episode seven uh where troy and jeff find a trampoline uh secret trampoline Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just felt like the only problem I have is uh, I kind of saw this coming when they were like, oh, I'm free. I'm stress free. And then Pierce shows up and I was like, yeah, Pierce is going to ruin it. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of played out where I knew exactly how it was going to play out. There was some funny parts, but like overall, it was just an average episode. Like it was, it was still funny. You should still watch it, you know, but I just think it's one of the weakest ones that I've seen. Um, I, okay, you know, I will, I will, I will admit to to one thing. Um, the I I kind of agree. That's the episode with Hillary Duff in it because Abed mm-hmm. goes into where he basically just insults people the whole time. Yeah, and I I enjoyed that one and the trampoline part. I think was pre week two. Mm-hmm. I will say how it ended had me laughing. Where the mm-hmm. one dude who was uh, in the trampoline episode, I forget the dude. He he's a community guest. Where is it? Aerodynamics. Hillary Duff. Oh, I get. Okay, he didn't get a. No, he didn't. He ain't. He didn't get a thing of it. But um, the dude who like lets him in on the trampoline area, is like, oh, you guys shouldn't have came here. Like this place protects you from the darkness. Blah 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 blah. And at the end of the episode, it reveals that he's like, I knew I was wrong for letting one of you in. And he talks to Troy of that. And then Jeff looks at him. He's like, wait, is that dude racist? And then they do like flashbacks to him like oh, saying yeah. certain stuff. And that one scene, he's legitly has like a swastika on his chest. And he's like, I'm going to complete it, but this is the start of it. And they're all like, oh, okay. And it cuts back to it. And Troy's like, man, you just can't be sure about people. And oh, I was just man. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, I remember oh. that part. That part was funny. But I just think that the Pierce setup really upset me. I just, yeah, well, really like that, that was episode. Memorable. It, it's not about memorability for me. Like that was a situation where I despised Pierce. There's a lot of times where I'm like, there, there's certain characters I kind of start despising a certain part. Mm-hmm. Like see, last season, yeah. it was Annie whenever she was trying to get them to retake Spanish and she was doing everything in her power and she acted very selfishly and that frustrated me. Mm-hmm. In this episode, it was definitely Pierce being like, oh, I want yeah. this and I refuse to adhere to the rules and everything. And yeah. Troy just starts crying in like frustration. <laughs> He's the other, just like, you're doing it wrong. He's like, double jump me. <laughs> the the other two episodes that I really didn't care too much for this season okay. was uh, Mixology Certification, where you find out Troy's actually 21 um, uh, because yeah, he's yeah, the Jehovah kinda... Witness. Uh, you come to find out Shirley was a drunk and she was going through some dark times and, you know, she's like trying to hide the stuff in the bar. I really didn't care too much for that episode. Yeah, um, the one thing I will say, like, that one ended on, like, a good note, I guess. Like, the... Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of the... I don't know what you want to call them, like, downer episodes or whatever. Always end with, like, a good, hard, like, ending. Like, with, um... Because, yeah. like, that whole thing, like... Abed... No, 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 it's, it's Troy. Looks and he's like, adults are stupid. They're just as stupid as anyone else. Because he finds out that jeff and britta have been arguing about the same place the whole time oh yeah yeah and he's super angry and and mad yeah 
And I'm like, yeah, no, that's a good thing to end on because, uh, yeah, adults are stupid. <laughs> we'll argue about stuff because we don't want to talk it out and figure out the truth. Oh, no, I, I get you on that. I just feel that I wasn't really too excited about that episode. I didn't yeah. think it was the strongest one. Um, what was the other thing that I really didn't care too much for? Oh, it was the episode with uh, the Valentine's Day episode where Troy and Abed fall in love with the same girl, which is the front desk girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. what, what episode that was. Uh, episode 15, I think it's called Early 21st Century Romance. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think... Is that the episode with... Brie Larson? In one of these episodes... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, looking at the different... Uh, hmm. Different scenes of it. There's a, there's an episode later, I believe it is. Hmm. Yeah, where Abed's basically like jumping between two girls and whatnot oh, um, that's, and brie that's larson's three yeah brie that's larson's season. in it but um yeah that episode is where brie also is hanging out mm -hmm. with a girl she thinks is a lesbian and then that girl is not a lesbian but she yeah. thinks brie is a lesbian lesbian so that's why they're hanging out and they're mm -hmm. they basically start making advances on each other because they think that oh if you're a lesbian like i'm willing to be interested or whatever and it's it's a very like it like the concept or whatever i'm like i can understand where people would find this funny i just didn't really care because it was super cringy to me because i'm like i yeah. get what you guys are going with but yeah also this episode we find out uh you know another callback to one episode that i liked uh because it was just i thought it was going to be a dead episode and actually turned to be pretty funny and that is the conspiracy theory episode yeah. where like Jeff was like, I'm taking conspiracy theory, and they're like, that's a joke, you know. And then he's like, no, actually, really, I don't know who that guy is. I love that. I love that episode solely for the fact that like it begins with him being like, there's a conspiracy class, blah blah, and they're like, this is fake. You're lying to me. And like the dean tries to set up like this whole big arcing plan to like tell show him that it's wrong for him to to do such a thing and then uh jeff like finds out through out annie annie finds out and then they basically keep telling him there's like layers on layers on layers about, <laughs> about the end and so like people keep getting shot and everything and like at the end the dean's crying stiffly on the ground he's like i don't know what's really <laughs> <laughs> this is also the season where the dean starts coming through very much really i really? love the dean okay and, and it, the first season he was kind of like in the background or whatever in this season he he came through i find the dean hilarious speaking now of which we, oh yeah go ahead the only re the only reason i bring up this episode is yeah. because next uh next week when we talk about season three there is a callback to this episode uh so this is also the episode where troy and abed make the uh sheep fork yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, one of my favorite episodes in season three, we'll talk about that next week. But this is a callback to that. So, you know, if you you haven't watched season two all the way, you need to watch this episode at least because then you'll know why one of my favorite episodes in season three is that episode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and also, too, his, um, there, there's some other episodes I'd like to hit some key points on, too, yeah, that I thought were hilarious. Um, uh, well, the other thing is, is so during the Halloween episode, uh, 
Chang and Shirley decide to get it on in a bathroom. And so the whole time, uh, Shirley, they, the, the gang finds out that Shirley's pregnant. And they're like, whoa, you know, whose baby is it? And so then we finally get introduced to Shirley's husband that ran away with the stripper. And I forget his name, really. Uh, Calvin. I think his name's Calvin or something like that. Yeah, played by, um, oh, what's his face from uh, the Cosby show? Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of his name. I always forget his name. Uh, but he ends up coming back and stuff. And she kind of is like, I don't know. And like, we come to find out that Troy tells Shirley, hey, Chang called me and left a voicemail saying that he got busy with you. And it lines up with the time of her being pregnant. But there's an episode where Shirley gives birth. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, episode 22, where she gives birth in the anthropology room. And Duncan's like, I don't know what to do. And uh, what's funny is Chang the whole time is trying to tell her how how awesome the Changs are, and you should be appreciated <laughs> that the Changs are going to you're going to have a lineage of Chang in you. And yeah, because because he's like, oh, Chains, Ch Changs, we come quick, we come early. <laughs> and then whenever she starts having the labor or everything, he's like, oh, it's a Chang baby. <laughs> and it's uh, so that is um, Malcolm Jamal Warner. That, yeah, okay. that's her name anytime i hear his name i'm like oh i know exactly who it is but i couldn't think of that yeah um, because the episode starts out where the dean actually shows up which this is one of my favorite dean episodes um where he shows up and he's trying to get written up in the dean magazine yeah yeah and you know it just gets out of control and the dean's like i'm gonna try to get some help and then he's like okay and he's like my prius actually is on fire yeah because like there was like a a, a mix uh like there was conflict in the organizing of two events of something and it's caused like a mild race war outside and he's like i don't my prius is on fire and no one can like someone needs to help or whatever and, and they basically give birth to the baby uh, yeah that that's a uh, that's the applied yeah that's the applied um uh what is it called anthropology yes apply anthropology. anthropology episode yep yep and you find out that abed's able to uh wait is it abed i think abed's able to give birth like he knows how to birth children or, yeah. or maybe there's a joke about it i, I forget one i, yeah, I just so, remember him like going to give birth so this is what's really funny so there you know calvin hasn't shown up yet because you know he just got notified and they're trying to get her to the hospital and everything like that, but the baby's coming right away. And you come to find that Abed can, you know, he, he gave birth. Was it, he, he, yeah, he um, helped uh, give birth with this one girl in season one in the back of a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you find him and Britta's like, I'll do it for you. And then she gets in there. She's like, <laughs> like he's like, Britta, you need to do this. But there's, a funny part where Calvin hasn't shown up and she turns to Chang and she's like, just tell me about the babies. He's like, look, my cousin came out with wet feet, like feet first <laughs> and like all this other stuff. And the, the spiel that he goes through and he's like, they're super babies. You know, my cousin, um, oh, what was it? He's like, it's super babies. And she's like, oh yeah. And he's like, my, my uncle was born under Mongolian sheep pasture and my brother was born under my grandfather finishing his shrimp. You know, nothing can stop us. Not hurricanes, not communists. 
Not yeah, said no Girl Scouts. He even mentions like all Changs are born with a tail, a tail or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yep. so creepy and crazy. Oh, that's what I like about Chang. He's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I that's the one thing. Like Kevin Wong is just able to easily play the character like that character role so great. I I think there's even a point in it where he says like all Changs live under mount like live underground for like six months or something like that before they come up i'm just like what is happening oh mm. dude it, oh. and then and then um one of the best part uh, and then part of that episode where the dean gets written up as one of the best deans and then the the magazine gets canceled mm -hmm. like, two issues later but what i like about this episode and I'll never forget because it's my favorite ending, like epilogue part. Okay. Is where Troy and Abed were like, we should pull a prank. We should pull a prank. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, let's pull the fire hydrant. You know, we pull the fire alarm. So they go to do it and then nothing happens. And they're like, what the heck? And then Troy like moves the fire alarm and it's just stapled. Mm -hmm. Like it's just nailed on. <laughs> the Dean comes by and he's like, what are you guys doing? And he shows him that thing. And Dean's like, uh, I I won't say anything if you guys don't say anything type deal thing. Deal. Just laughing. It's that, such a good episode. Oh, I like how the dean. He's like, and just like moves on. He's like, nope, just hanging his back up. Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So this is it. also where you start finding out that the dean loves wearing costumes and everything, oh, and yeah. you know he owns all the costumes because in the one political science one. He has the one um, Uncle Sam costume, mm -hmm. and he's like, I know it's tailored for a girl, but my sister let me borrow it. And Jeff keeps saying, it's just like, you don't have a sister. <laughs> yeah. And so you start realizing, like, okay, he really likes to uh, wear clothing and whatnot. And there's another episode, I can't remember. It's later, I think it is, where it's like a flashback, and the, the Dean sees like a costume and he's like oh i hope this doesn't awaken anything in me <laughs> oh yeah that's actually in season that's the episode with uh i think that's in later seasons with the coat rack girl oh okay okay yeah. Yeah, that's brie that's brie larson <laughs> yeah oh man well uh, that's pretty funny and then there's that episode where uh what was it uh we get introduced to a character that is a funny one-off character uh pop pop <laughs> you say one off uh, dude how dare you no i'm just saying like he's just one word he's like pop pop, pop, pop. um and uh that was the episode where they're running for class and, president and and so you know his name's magnitude magnitude pop, that's pop. right <laughs> pop, pop. oh boy i want that catchphrase what oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> spoilers yeah yeah <laughs> Well, okay, so so I, I was mentioning about the Dean. It, it's in this season that you have the one, um, it's that callback episode that you mentioned. And the Dean walks in and they're just like, how many times are you going to find out new ways to dress up and come into the group? And um, then it's just like a montage of him coming in different suits of saying different <laughs> things. And oh man, it, it it's after that episode that I'm just like, I love I love the Dean. Yeah, because oh, there was like, he always goes like, Dean, like, uh, I'm, I'm like looking at it right now, but it's just like, he comes in dressed up as the Catwoman. He's like, Dean, yow. 
what you guys up to? <laughs> you know, tons like that he's a dean. And oh yeah. I think those are the best. But I will say this: no, I'm not going to give any context. But uh, I'm not with you actually on the dean. Um, I know you really like him as a character, but I, I don't him, really dude. start liking him until uh, I think it's season four. Well, um, he he be, he slowly starts taking more and more of a front. Yeah, area. he's much Jim, more as a side character I think now. His name's Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he's hilarious. I don't know what it is. I legitly like. Okay, I do know what it is. He's a funny guy, but oh, yeah. he he's hilarious. So um, a show that I actually really like, and I'm sad because it got canceled, is the new Ducktales. Oh yeah. A lot of people from Community do voices in Ducktales. Mm -hmm. uh, Abed does one of the uh, nephews' voices, and Jim yeah. Rash is Gyro, uh, not Gyro, the um, oh, okay. the professor, and mm -hmm. he does this hilarious scene where like he creates a bunch of clones of himself and they're fighting off these aliens and all these like professors are killing one and then one of the professors walks up to the kids and start talking to them and it's just like we have to be careful you don't really know when and he just blows up and dies and they all look at him like oh my gosh and then another one comes out he's like that could have been a clone but who's to know and he just keeps moving and i lost it I'm like, this is a kid's show, and they just show someone get murdered, and then the whole joke is like, hey, we don't actually know if that was the real one or not. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Jim Rash is great. I, I, I find, like, the whole show has great people. Jim Rash was one of those people that I think he was just friends with uh, Dan Harmon or the Russo brothers, mm -hmm. and um, he just asked, like, hey, you want to play this walk-on role and just be here? And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And he just was so popular that he just became a staple. All right, just one second. I got to take my dog out real quick. Okay, yeah, no problem. Yep, yep, yep. Everything that's sort, man. One Go second. Go do you. You got to take care of that. I'm going to quickly then, as he goes to do that, I'm going to take some quick opportunities here to just kind of say about um, some of the stuff about... Uh, so, Joe McHale... And Kevin Wong, they're, oh, geez, sorry. My phone. Now, for some odd reason, um, they do their own podcast called Darkest Timeline. And they, in it, they talk a lot about community. They also talk about the pandemic and everything because they are knowledgeable in that state. Um, I highly recommend listening to it because they have some top of the line um, guests on. They, I think they had like Dave Batista on in one of the episodes as well. Um, but they do a couple with Jim Rash, and they talk about the Dean, uh, the Dean as a character, and his costume choices. And at this time, the budget for Community is very low. They're not sitting there doing a lot. Um, they have to kind of make a couple cuts. And in this season is whenever the budget started getting cut. Season one, we had a good amount of outdoor pictures and, and uh, scenes or whatever where they're outside. From this season on, their budget kind of get cut and they have to do a lot more indoor scenes, which is why you see them less outside and everything of that sort. Um, the one thing they didn't cut, though, was the Dean's costume choices. And by the end of, I think they said, like, the, the season or something like that, they had so many more costumes than they, what they were able to do that they, they made that scene in the one uh, episode where he was putting on all the different costumes... Uh, just to show off all these costumes um, for the Dean, which top top of the line, man. I 
I love it. I love how he always kind of makes that joke. I like the Dean, despite what Austin may say. I think he's probably one of the best reoccurring characters, and he definitely becomes better later on. But in this uh, in this season, I think he really starts blooming. Um, Chang's also great. Chang starts coming in, but I do recommend that um, that podcast if you guys are just looking for it. They talk about a lot of fun, interesting stuff with it. Um, yeah, so. So Austin's able to get back and do this. We may uh, start wrapping up here here soon uh, once he gets back. Uh, the last thing I kind of want to talk real quickly about, this is less to do with community and everything of that sort. So we're going to be doing next week, community season three. Um, the, the whole intent is to like every week we do one of these and we do the episode of that. Well, this week started the showing of falcon and winter show uh winter soldier on disney plus um we're not going to be done we're going to be done with community before that show ends and so we'll probably be starting the next show which i believe is uh breaking bad which is a movie or a show i've never watched before um so we may take a break during the breaking bad episodes to do Falcon and Winter Soldier whenever it completes. Um, hey, Austin, glad you're back. Um, hey, I was yeah. just basically uh, explaining that um, Community is like se- six seasons. Um, mm. And Falcon and Winter Soldier started. We're going to go into Breaking Bad here. And so I was just let, like just basically saying quickly that um, because h- how many episodes is uh, Winter Soldier? Falcon and Winter Soldier? Eight? I think it's going to be 10. 10? Okay. Uh, so, but, oh, yeah, because I actually thought that we would just take a break during the Breaking Bad just yeah. to cover that. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was explaining. That I'm like, that will probably be the thing. Because um, I know that people like up-to-date ones as well as going back for them. But I, oh. I've never seen Breaking Bad, so I'm only going to watch the season. Like, Austin loves Community so much that he raced through all the seasons as fast as he could. Uh, I will not do that even if I really want to watch the Breaking Bad stuff. So I will have like my as I go opinions, which will probably Mm -hmm. be wrong because I I don't know. Like the the concept of the show is like interesting to me, but I never wanted to really dig into and watch it. And that's the point of this podcast was me and Austin to force each other to watch shows that we may have not have or not have the time to. Yeah. So. So. I will also state this too. Uh, So this is part of Breaking Bad that we're going to talk about. Uh, But in this season, we actually see a Breaking Bad character. Mm. Um, And that is the coffee guy. Do you remember the coffee guy? Coffee Um, guy. Yeah, he was part of the coffee shop. Um, Here, I'm going to pull this up. I forget exactly which episode it was. Uh, What's his name? Oh, I don't, I don't remember his name, but he was the coffee guy. Um, I, I, me- I meant like his name, uh, his actor name. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. It's because I, I have the list of all the special guest people. And oh. yeah, what's yeah, up? His name in Greendale is called Stoner Friend. <laughs> um, that tells me nothing. Matt, Matt Jones portrayed him. So it's Matt says, Jones. Portrayed by Matt Jones. Britta Lane, Team Slater. Uh, 
he delivers coffee. They call him the coffee delivery guy. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember him. Let me see. Oh no, it's actually season one. Oh, that's uh, that's why. Yeah. So I forgot to tell you. So it's season one. Uh, the it's the episode of season one where uh, Abed's filming. He takes a film class. Okay. Uh, yeah, the guy shows up with a bunch of coffees. Um, here, I'll send you. Hmm. I'll send everyone the link to the Stoner Friend here on the Twitch thing, so you can see. And anyone that's a fan of Breaking Bad will know this character. Uh, okay. But he, he made a just a small appearance in this episode here. I'll put it in our Discord together. Oh no, you're good. I already got. Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay, I think I do know him. He, he's also friends of Vaughn's. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, because there there's one of the episodes where he, uh, I think I think he's the guy that Vaughn says like, uh, it's like, hey man, no worries. He's like, no man, some worries. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he actually okay. plays a character on Breaking Bad called Badger. Um, so there's, this is so cool about like community is uh, since I've been far into it, I'm not going to tell you who shows up, but there's a couple people from Breaking Bad that are part of this cast. They're just like cameos, mm -hmm. um, you know, and he was one of them. I wanted to bring that up because we are talking about Breaking Bad and I thought that was pretty cool, but that's your first cameo of a Breaking Bad character. And then uh, I will just mm -hmm. say, if you guys are invested and you like Breaking Bad, the characters that do show up, you're going to laugh. Like you're going to have a blast. I, I loved every cameo of the Breaking Bad series in community. It was great. Um, yeah, there's apparently yeah. a lot that show up because so that's something that I never personally saw because like I said, I've never watched Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. So under like whenever I was talking with you and you're like, wow, mm -hmm. there's so many Breaking Bad references and cameos and whatnot. I'm just like, I don't know, man. They just seem like extras to me. Like there, mm -hmm. there's an episode later on where you meet Pierce's like brother or whatever, who's apparently from Breaking Bad. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't know that. I just thought he was a he was a good, funny guy. You know, it was, it was good. Breaking Bad, yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, that's what's cool about shows like this is like people, um, you know, in in one of the Breaking Bad characters that does show up, it's a you know, there's two huge character, three huge characters that I've seen, and okay. uh, but th those are later know, in the. Yeah, and one of them Back. stays for a whole season, which you'll see. But um, just hyping people up for the Breaking Bad. Uh, but um, yeah, I was gonna say, let's get back to the season. So this season, I'd have to say it's up there. Like it's okay. It, yeah, it's a let's, good season. Let's Solid. let's actually start wrapping down with mm -hmm. this because uh, we've been going for a bit. I think it's been yeah. pretty good. Um, I mean, you were basically already kind of starting. It seems, but we just wanted to yeah. get on the same page. No. The idea of yeah. wrapping down. So Austin, mm -hmm. overall, what, what do you think about this uh, season two of Community? Good, bad, I, ugly, paintball, who knows? <laughs> I'd have to say that there is some really good episodes in season two. Mm -hmm. And it strengthened my watch. Uh, th this season and last season are good like they're really good to a point that i kept wanting to watch them and mm. usually how a show works for me sometimes i would watch an episode 
and then I would fall asleep accidentally because I'd be like, you know, you relax and watch TV and you fall asleep. And then sometimes if I'm not really too invested in that episode, I'll just skip it. Yeah, but I've this, been there. Yeah. This, I don't. Like, I, I <laughs> fell asleep during one episode, and uh, which we were talking about uh, an episode that's in season three that I fell asleep to. And you're like, don't you remember that? And I was like, I don't remember that. And you're like, you don't remember that, but you remember this? I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's because that episode of that episode was before that. And I was like, oh, I must have fell asleep. So I went back and watched it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, and I, I didn't know that. So luckily we said something about that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm invested. I'm really invested in the show, even though, like, what we'll talk about later um, in the seasons to come that we talk about every week uh, you'll I'll I'll point out back to what we were talking about about how I feel that you can tell when a show is getting to a point where you know it's struggling <laughs> in a yeah. way and but it's not you know uh, it, even during the struggle that's going on you, you guys will see in the series um I'm still happy like yeah. I, I still think those episodes are really well done and I think they're really well done for what they have and this show still surprises me it's still one of those shows that i'm gonna go back and watch and watch and watch and watch and i've also done like a lot of research on the show like you know um you know chevy chase i've seen countless you know people talk about like i'm part of a community of the facebook community now group and they showed articles about how chevy chase didn't think the show was funny you know, and mm -hmm. I can understand because he only plays that character. And Chevy Chase, in my opinion, hasn't really been funny. Um, well, I, I don't like him per, per se as a character or even an actor. Um, but what it comes down to is <sighs> something happens and I realize that you need it, every character in the show plays really well with a certain character yeah and i love it. it even though i hate some of the characters because how they act britta gets on my nerves britta just irks me wrong <laughs> but there's episodes where i'm like okay britta is really funny <laughs> like, mm -hmm. i can relate uh britta is like one of those people that i know that are those kind of people that's on facebook that would be like hashtag i did this for someone happy and humble know, bragging she, essentially yeah yeah pretty much and then reality uh, you know like the episode we were talking about with uh documentary filmmaker yeah yeah and you know where he's like here give a blank check to any charity you want or you can take it those are the kind of people that i know where they urge me because but in reality aren't we all that kind of same person where we want to do good but we're like well you got yeah you could buy a whole gaming setup you know <laughs> like stuff it, like that a lot of times it just comes down to like our own mm -hmm. i i guess like our own personality you know like yeah who needs it more blah blah, blah. like that those are problems that arise and the the difference mm -hmm. is and, and that's one thing i do like about that episode that you were mentioning there is as much as um pierce is a jerk for putting people through that it's also one of those things that it's like here's a hundred percent like he he understands those people more than they think he does mm -hmm. like he does that to to Britta to 
tell her like, look, you're not as high money as you think. Or um, Joe, like you don't have your life as together as you want people to think. I don't know what, why he did it to Troy, but I mean, he forced Troy to cry in the corner because of LeVar Burton. That's hilarious still. Um, but the one thing I do like about that episode really like is that he gives Annie a tiara and he's like, I have nothing really, just you're my favorite. And that's something that progresses multiple yeah. times. You always hear Pierce yeah. say like, you're my favorite. And she thinks it's like a ploy or whatever, but I forget what he gives Shirley though. He gives Shirley a cassette of everyone talking ill about her, and in he's fact, like, in reality, they don't wasn't. like her. He's like, they don't like you. But if you play this, you'll know that they don't like you. And she's like, I'm not going to play it. I don't. No, I I know my friends. I don't need to do this. Blah 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 blah. And she hears it. It has nothing to do. Like they're just talking about Pierce or something like that. And she gets very upset and angry. And, um, yeah, but th that's the whole thing. Like, that's a character thing that we find out in season one that like, she is a hard, so hardcore gossip person. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I do like the fact that even Pierce is like, you speak, you know, religion being kind to everything, but you're kind of just as bad about everyone else as you are. So yep. that's interesting. That's good. Um, Austin. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we'll start winding down in your opinion. Mm -hmm. I like to do this. We'll do this every episode at the end of the thing. If community was Firefly, they got canceled after this season, would still be a watch to you if you yes. if you could only include season one, season two. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Those are I would have to say season one's not one of my favorites, but it's not the worst. Yeah. And it's still a good season. And season two holds up really well. So if they canceled it, you know what? I'd be okay, you know, you know like but I would be upset, of course, because it's good, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat where I'm like, if this was great, if it got canceled, I would be more sad than okay, because I'm like, man, these characters are great. I want to see more, um, mm -hmm. and I felt like they didn't end it on like a, a fantastic ender, so I would be sad. But I'm like, yeah, I would tell people to watch it because what happens in the show is fantastic and great so i definitely agree with that on that one so yeah um with that that's going to be our episode of bros and shows for community season two um next week we'll do community season three starting at 10 o'clock like we do every uh sundays austin is there anything you would like to plug like your plugs or whatnot uh you guys can just follow me on tiktok uh at private car car parts guy i just did a tiktok about my buddy did a uh a tiktok and i stitched it about what is one of your favorite commanders you play but no one else plays and actually i talked about uh you how uh, we play uh hans erickson Hans erickson looks, looks exactly like uh mauler here josiah <laughs> and uh, i even photoshopped him and everything like that on it and my play group loves him so much that they keep every time i'm like hey what deck should i play guys and be like play josiah Play Josiah. Play Josiah. So they love to see how that tech works and everything like that. And I'm going to modify the deck actually. I'm going to do my own alter arts of like things that I grew up with and everything with you. Okay. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but also, too, is if you guys could go over to Just Buried Productions on Facebook and help those guys out. Uh, me and Todd, you know, we 
we run in like a production company, entertainment company. And yeah. I haven't seen him a lot because of COVID and everything, but hopefully, you know, we can get back to filming and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, like on Facebook would be great. Or if you guys would like to be an extra in anything and you live in the Pittsburgh area or you live in Ohio or something, I can always give you a ride. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, now we got some, I got some other things in the future that I'm going to be working on and I'll plug that later, but right now they're not really working on anything. So awesome. yeah. sounds good. And as always, I'm all six, seven. You're on my, uh, if you're listening to this in audio format, Twitch TV, baller six, seven, that's where I'm mainly at Wednesday, Thursdays and Saturdays. No Wednesdays, Fridays and Sundays with my bro. Um, yeah. If you're in Twitch right now, hey, you're there. You don't need to like. I don't need to tell yeah. you anymore. But yeah, yeah. that's the it for uh, Bros and Shows. Awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, Everyone else, no thank you so much for stopping by. And we'll see you guys next time.